Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path of recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, Glenn. How you doing today? Mikey, Mikey, doing great, man. Always love grabbing coffee with you at Sober.Coffee. No, here we are again. Another we, cup. Yeah, we got our seat. We got our seats uh, secure at the coffee shop. Our our normal uh, our normal table. Table for two. I know. I'm starting to notice some people trying to lean over and listen in a little bit. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. There we go. There we go. What, what, I think they call it, in podcast world, they call that a download. I don't I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. We're still learning. I know we had one last week, and my mom, so she she liked it. God, I love your mom. Yeah. It's awesome. So so listen, I called this coffee this morning because, uh, because you shared a story a couple of weeks ago about the Ferris wheel. And uh, and and I loved it, and so I'm, uh, you know, I want to hear it again because I got stuff that I, wa- I wanted to write down, and uh, you know, as soon as you started talking about the Ferris wheel, I started thinking about the merry-go-round, right? So that's what I think my drinking career was. It was a merry-go-round. I got on it, started out slow, you know, and and uh, and my foot was kind of dragging along a little bit, and then I picked up a little more speed, and. Um, well, long story short, Glenn, before I knew it, I was spinning around on that thing so fast, it, it, it literally threw me off. It threw yeah. me off. It. And I ended up on the ground with uh, with scraped knees and a scraped face. Scars, huh? Yeah, right. I had scars. I had scars. But but uh, you had a you had a more pleasant uh, uh, scenario in, in your, your Ferris wheel analogy. So I hate to put you on the spot, but can you share that for me this morning? Yeah, it's funny. Um, you know... Mikey, as we share stories, there are not a lot of original thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of stuff that we regurgitate back and forth. You know, we hear from the rooms and, you know, you can hear it in California, you can hear it in Kentucky, you know, th- the same story, the same lines. And, mm-hmm. and this is probably my only original thought that, that I've ever had in sobriety. Um, but yeah, if, 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 if we look at the experience, so I'll, I'll probably, I'll try to break this down, experience, strength and hope like we always do. But if you look at the experience, um, I drank to escape life, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you know, and, and in fact, it finally hit me as I was reading the, the big book on page 556, upper left-hand side. You know, I set my expectations really high. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my, my performance was lower than those expectations. And that gap, sure. you know, between performance and expectations, because I'm very grandiose, you know, mm-hmm. billion-dollar idea guy, right? So they're up there high, sure. right? And, and my performance was low and, and I just couldn't handle that gap, oh, right? The stress, right. Oh, it was just, you know, failure or, failure. or being less than or whatever term mm-hmm. that, that you want to use. Um, so I would drink to escape that feeling of that gap, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I drank, and this is that crazy cycle, when, when I drank because of that, um, my ideas got more grandiose, right? So my expectations went higher. Sure. And because I'm drunk, sure. you know, I'm blowing a 3.8, um, you know, 
now my performance is even worse. Sure. So that gap's bigger. Yeah, right. And and I want to drink more because I want to escape that, right? So so that's kind of a snapshot or a picture of how I, or, or why I drink, right? Right. right. Just to escape life. And, and, and here's a snapshot, and some folks don't agree with this, and I don't really care. Um, for my first year of sobriety, I took an abuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and for those that don't know what an abuse is, it's, it, it, it's a pill that you take. You know, it stays in your system for, it stays in your blood vessels and, you know, in your system for 14 days. Mm-hmm. And it, it has no effect on your body whatsoever. No side effects unless you drink. Mm-hmm. If you drink, that drug mixed with the alcohol, the way that it metabolizes, it gets you sick. Mm-hmm. In fact, some people have died from it. It gets you mm-hmm. so sick. So, um, you know, I couldn't stay sober, right? And, and so I, I included that mm-hmm. as one of the 22 things that I did um, to get sober. Mm-hmm. And, and I use it for a safety net. Mm-hmm. And, and there's some pure 12-steppers who are like, oh my gosh, that's not sure. really the... And I'm like, fuck them, right? Um, so, I, so, so I took it because I was doing everything I could to stay sober. And, and what it did was it helped me identify my fuck it moments, mm-hmm. right? And, and as I lived life and I could do great and I'd go through my day and, and everything would be okay... Nothing was great at that time, but it was okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, something threw me sideways, and it was typically, you know, that gap, right? Um, and it could have been, it could have been a good thing, could have been a bad thing. Absolutely, it didn't matter. right? You, you just crazy. found yourself sideways. Crazy. So I found myself sideways, and and that's where I used to say, "Fuck it, I'm right. just going to go drink. Just going to go, and drink. I'll deal with it later." Right. Right. And, and at that point, it was like, well, what hospital am I going to now, right? right. Um, you know, I hope they have my room ready for me. Hmm. Um, so, so it really helped me identify that. And now, when I'm like, oh, I'm going to drink, and I'm like, at that fucking moment, now I'm like, well, now I can't drink because I'm on interviews. Yeah, right. and, and, and I got to the point where I'd almost laugh at myself, right? But it was a really good learning point because I learned to identify the things that would throw me off. That's right. right? Um, and, and, and then like, I'm right in the middle of a fucking moment. I can't drink. I actually started chuckling and now I'm like, well, now what? Now I've got to deal with it. Right. So now I started using tools of the program. I pick up the phone. I call my sponsor. Right. Mm I would pull myself out of a situation. You know, I'd pause and I'd pray. Well, at the time I didn't pray. So I just paused, you know? Right. And, um, you know, what, what I learned is I had to get the tools, right? Um, and over the course of a year, um, you know, I really learned how to identify and then what tools I needed during whatever situation it was, right? Um, so, so as I look at those tools and, and we kind of switch gears here to strength, mm-hmm. right? Um, a guy in the room, we, we call him Dr. John. You know him very mm-hmm. well. Um, great guy and and he mentioned one day about suffering better mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and at first I'm like ah, that's dumb man I, I don't want to suffer yeah, I didn't I sign up for this I to didn't suffer. sign up for that right. you know all the hope and, 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 and shit that I believed in for sobriety didn't include the word suffering mm-hmm. you know but I related to that and, and, and I really said okay so I started getting my head around this suffering better and, and, and what does that mean and and um, I mean, hey, there were days, I mean, maybe other people wouldn't think I was suffering, but I was suffering, mm-hmm. you know, 
And, and that's why I used to drink to escape that suffering. Um, so there was one day I was looking around. I saw this picture of a Ferris wheel. And I'm telling you, Mikey, it is the sexiest Ferris wheel that you've ever seen. It's, um, it's golden and it's up on a, you know, and, and I have a picture in my office, right, um, of, of this Ferris wheel. It's big gold Ferris wheel on a bright, beautiful blue sky. And it's gold and has big cars, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I started relating my suffering better and my life to that Ferris wheel. And um, there's not a day that goes by that I don't relate to that Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I go through situations, when I get on tough calls at work, when I'm you know, cranky with, with my uh, wonderful wife, you know, when the kids are sending me sideways, um, I relate to that first wheel, and here's why. My life is I'm riding that first wheel, um, and yeah, I picked a really good, sexy-looking one. But there's times that I'm on the top, you know, where my day is going great, and I everything, the winds at my back, everything is going great. You're liking the view. The view is wonderful. I can mm-hmm. see for miles, blue mm-hmm. sky, nice little breeze, 72 degrees. Mm-hmm. Everything's perfect, right? Um, and, and there's also times, days, hours, minutes, weeks, when I'm at the bottom, mm. right? And we all know what it's like at the bottom, right? There's the ugly people in line that are looking at us, saying, get off, get off. I want to get on. You know, you're smelling the fumes from the engine, you know? You're looking down, you see all the trash that's down there, you know? And, and all you want to be is back on top, right? you know? And, and, and I hate that point at the bottom, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, then what's even worse for me, and you, you're getting to know me. Oh, here we go. Being in the middle. You don't like the middle. Being in the middle is average, right? right. It's your right. average, boring, cloudy Tuesday afternoon where I got a break in my schedule, you know, and I'm bored. You don't aspire to be a five? I hate five. And, and, and hey, now that I'm into the first wheel, I'm very aware that I hate fives, mm-hmm. you know? And, 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 and so what I've, what I've learned, I took that suffer better, right? And, and if I'm at the bottom or if I'm in the middle, that's not where my brain wants me. My, my brain wants me to be on top, right? But that's not realistic, right? So what I've learned on this first wheel is that the first wheel always moves. Mm. And I have enough facts in my life and watching and working with others mm-hmm. that the first wheel always moves. And, and that means when I'm at the bottom and I'm smelling those fumes and it's absolutely a shit period of time, whether it's minutes, hours, days, whatever, I tell myself and I look at that first wheel and I'm like, you know, I'm like, Mikey, the first wheel is going to move. Mm-hmm. And um, I also do that when I'm right in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, on those Tuesday afternoons, and I am sideways, and things just aren't clicking for me. And I mean, I used to drink, you know, I, I used to drink, or if I had, you know, four hours of phone calls, and, and that's a five for me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and just plug through them. I know, just get through it, just suffer through this better because the first wheel is going to move. Always, it's surety. But then I also tell myself, that when I'm at the top mm-hmm. and I'm having a good two days and and things are really um, 
really going great. Mm -hmm. I remind myself, Glenn, it's not you. You know, this mm. isn't of you. You know, so I, I check my ego, right? And and I also remind myself, enjoy it. I'm not negative, Nancy. You know me. Mm -hmm. I I look at things in a positive way, but I tell myself in a realistic way to set my expectations. First wheel is going to move. Right. You know, I'm not going to be on the top forever. Um, so 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 I use that on on a regular daily basis, man, just to really dial me in on how I look at life. It helps me suffer better, enjoy the high moments, but it's just the relatable with the picture. And we'll have to post it on the website. I love and, it. There's another there's another thing that you shared about the uh, Ferris wheel that that really inspired me, and that is who's in the car with you, right? Yeah, so, and I love that because because you're not in that Ferris wheel alone. You're you're not. Yeah, it's funny, and and the the first wheel that I have has really nice, sexy looking big gold oh, sure. cars, right? Sure. And and in my mind, it seats about ten people, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it it this takes me back to my my rehab one of my rehabs in 2014 and you know the uh, counselor has me stand up in front of the room big dry erase board he says Glenn I want you to draw a circle and I said okay I drew a big circle he goes I want you to write everybody's name in that circle who is on your team today and uh, I almost started crying because I couldn't come up with any names mm. and um and, and, and I literally stood there for a minute and, you know, everybody's looking and, I mean, it was an awkward moment and I said to myself, hey, um, I, I got to put something down, right? So I put my own name down. Okay. <laughs> in that circle. Um, and, uh, and, and so that started to frame with me, it's very important who's on my team, right? It's very important who I'm on the first wheel with, who is in the car with me and, and, and the first thing I had to do, which is very important for me, a key point actually, in fact, if you ask my sponsor, it's the key point, I had to get people out mm. of the car. They were dragging you down. Yeah, that weren't helping me, mm -hmm. right? And, um, you know, I just had to get them, get them out, and, and that was tough. That was hard. It was painful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a relationship I had to get out of. Mm -hmm. You know, it was crushing me, crushing my sobriety. So it's important who's in that car, get people out. That's what I had to do. And then I'm very selective as to who's in the car with me. Mm -hmm. They always say, you are who you hang with, sure. right? Um, it's one of our great sayings. Well, I want to hang with winners. Right. I want to hang with people that are doing things purposely, doing actions, you know, trying to maximize their life, living their purpose, whatever that purpose is, you know, and they're in the car with me. So my sponsor's in, in that mm -hmm. car with me. You're in that car with me. My higher powers in that car with me, mm -hmm. my my wife and my kids, and you know, I, and and you know, that guy that I surrendered to back in my rehab program right. in 2005, he's in that car with me, right? So 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 now it's funny because now if I were to go up to that dry dry race board today, um, you know, I wouldn't be able to draw enough circles, mm -hmm. you know, and and there's you know 30 phone numbers that I have in my phone of of guys that I can pick up and call at two in the morning. Um, and all I got to say is the word help. Hey, I need help with something. I, I, I need help on struggling. And, and there's 30 people. I mean, that's how this thing works. We don't have to do this alone anymore. Right. Um, 
you know, so so that whole first wheel, I mean, that's kind of how I looked, and it gives me hope, Mike. It gives me hope that, you know, I can get through any situation today without having to take a drink. Um, one thing to underline is, and I'll say it again, I don't go through things alone, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I, I, I reach out to people and I say, hey, I need help with this, or what do you think about this? Because... I know the results I get. Mm-hmm. I have enough proof the results I get when I do things on my own. Um, so that's kind of, you know, I used the, the, the first wheel story. I love you know, it. It's a really sexy looking first wheel and uh, it's something that I relate to, you know, every single day. It's good stuff. And, you know, for me, my takeaway is, is how, as you, as you painted that story, you know, how you accept where you are in the Ferris wheel. And it doesn't mean that you're happy that you're at the bottom or at a five or in the, in the middle, but you accept where you're at with an understanding that you've, it's been proven out enough times that it's gonna, you're going to be back at the top. You know, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, but there will be a top view. There'll be that good view. And uh, so, yeah, I appreciate it. And I love, I love the suffering better thing. Uh, you know, yeah, it's not all roses and daisies and it's not all top of the Ferris wheel. It's absolutely, there are times where it is, it, it, life hands you life. And, and it's, you've just got to learn to persevere through that. But again, not doing it, just multitude of, of, of points that you brought up. Really appreciate that, Glenn. Um, I got nothing more, man. I, you, we'll uh, you post totally, that picture up. So, yeah, so post pe- that picture so, up because so that's folks good can stuff. See that. yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool Thanks stuff. for sharing that, Glenn. Yeah, you got it, man. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to our next coffee. That was awesome. Thanks, man. All right, brother. All right, Take care, man. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.